Our text is from Ephesians chapter 6. These words, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, one of the fondest memories, one of the fondest memories of my childhood was the morning, the morning that my older brother walked with me to school. You see, we lived about four blocks away from our elementary school, and every day my three siblings and I would normally walk to the school at different times, mostly with friends or by ourselves, depending on how early we wanted to get to school and hang out on the playground before the first bell would ring. Now, the morning my older brother walked to school with me was memorable because he was on crutches. And, well, being on crutches was cool enough. We were boys. Injuries were so awesome. And he'd been injured while wrestling one of our neighbors, requiring a cast on his leg. How cool was that? And he was in sixth grade, and I was in second grade. This was my brother. He was so much bigger than I was. He had a cast, and he had crutches. How great would that be on the playground when we got there that morning? And it was! My brother even smacked one of his friends, his friends who had gathered around us there. He smacked him much when that made a comment. Now, normally when I would get to the playground, when I would get to the playground in the morning by myself, I would play with my second grade friends, courageous enough, courageous enough to ignore the first graders and those minuscule kindergartners. But well, there were the third graders and the fourth graders, and the fifth graders, and the sixth graders. You had to be careful there. Not only did you have to stay out of their way, not getting run over or being hit by an errant football or basketball, but you certainly wouldn't want to get on their bad side, becoming a mark for continual bullying of one sort or another for the remainder of the year. Well, all those thoughts were absent that particular morning. That's why it was so memorable. All of those fears and concerns and strategies to get on in my little second grade world were not needed. For I was standing with my brother, a sixth grader, a sixth grader with a cast and two crutches, two crutches that he knew how to use and would use them if he had to. So I had nothing to worry about. I became confident. I became courageous. I became even more stronger because he was there. Now, our text for this morning is about something very similar, isn't it? About being strong, not in an older brother, but in the Lord. We're to be strong in the Lord. And we're to be strong in the strength of his might. 
That is, we are not simply to be courageous because we're Christians. That is, we know Christ and Christ is our friend, but we are to be courageous, we are to be confident, we're to be strong in this world because we live in Christ. And that is, we live in His strength and we live in His might. Here we should mention David, as in David and Goliath. Watching a Korean drama this past week, I was somewhat surprised to hear David and Goliath mentioned a number of times by one character in that drama. But his point, the reason he kept bringing up David and Goliath was because he was a little guy and he was confident that he could beat or overcome a big guy. But that wasn't the point of what happened between David and Goliath. The reason that Goliath was defeated by David was because David was strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Or in other words, it was the Lord who defeated Goliath by means of David. It was the Lord's strength that did it. The Lord's might that was responsible. Read about it again in 1 Samuel 17 this afternoon. Now the same could be said for all the actions of Moses in leading the children of Israel out of their captivity in Egypt, of Moses in leading the children of Israel through the wilderness, all of the miracles throughout those 40 years, being those done by the Lord through Moses. Shall we mention Joshua and Jericho, Gideon, Samson, The prophet Elijah in his showdown with the prophets of Baal. What do all of these incidences throughout Scripture have in common but that those through whom mighty things were done were not themselves the doers, but they were the doers in the strength and the might of the Lord. Now, here we get close to an understanding of what the Apostle Paul meant when he wrote, for me to live is Christ. Or in another place, your lives are hidden with Christ in God. Or even, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And there is finally this from Peter, if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. So our text again, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. You see, that's what we need to do. And we need to do this because that against which we fight, against which we struggle, against which we push from day to day, you know, it's not our fellow man. It isn't. It isn't flesh. It isn't blood. But the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Sure, it certainly seems like we're wrestling with our fellow man and all that he does from day to day, all that we hear about in the news, all that we read about on our computers. If only we could win. If only we could defeat our fellow man and his ideas, his actions, his goals. If only we could win against the people of this world who just don't get it. That'd be something. That's not it. That's not against whom we struggle. 
This may seem so. It may seem like we're wrestling against flesh and blood, just like when Jacob wrestled with God himself in the flesh. But what we are wrestling against in these end times is Satan himself and all his minions. That is spiritual things, spiritual forces, evil spiritual forces. So what we need to wrestle against spiritual force is a a spirit who is stronger than those forces. And that's what we're given. That's what we're given in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's our Lord and Savior Jesus who sends us his spirit. And he does so because just like we are to be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might... He, that is Jesus, became weak in us. He, that is Jesus, became weak in us. And in the weakness of our helplessness. That's what happened when God became man in Jesus Christ. In Christ, God became weak in our weakness, even to the point of suffering and dying for us, so that in rising from the dead, he could redeem us from death and wash and renew and regenerate us with his spirit, forgiving our sins and bringing us into fellowship spiritually, not only with him, but with the Father as well. So no, our battles at this time, they're not physical, they're spiritual. But in our spiritual battles, we find our strength in the Lord, in our Lord and Savior Jesus. That is, in thinking about him, in reflecting upon him, in singing about him, but mostly and actually by his spirit being in him. And being in him our lives in this world, hidden from the world by being in God with Christ, we have the belt of the truth of the very word of the Lord. We have as a breastplate the righteousness of the Lord credited to us through faith. As shoes, our readiness always to share the gospel of the peace of the Lord that passes all understanding. As a shield, faith in the Lord itself. As a helmet, guarding our mind, salvation through our Lord. And as a sword, the very sword of the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His word. It's interesting, isn't it, listening to this list, this list of spiritual armaments that are ours and our Lord, this list that we just heard. For it's not a list. It's not a list of budgets, health plans, workout schedules, philosophical principles, political philosophies, economic theories, educational programs, or self-help guidelines. That's kind of how we look at how to face the world, isn't it? To get on in the world of having adopted or adapted such plans and principles and schedules and philosophies, theories and programs and guidelines. We then open our Bibles and begin to search for something like a supplemental spiritual insurance writer that we can tack on to everything else. The thinking, if we can spiritualize the physical, if we can theologize the philosophical, then we'll be able, we'll be all set to exist within the world, over against the world, over against the people in the world. But once again, what the Holy Scriptures tell us is that our fight is not so much against flesh and blood, but about that which manipulates and maneuvers and machinates against flesh and blood, and that's the devil with all his minions... So our weapons, our armaments need to be spiritual. So that's what we sing about 
the battle hymn of the Reformation, right? A mighty fortress. He's by our side upon the plain with his good gifts and spirit. Living in the building we lived in in Germany for four years, foreign student housing, we had to come to grips with this basic idea that our battle is spiritual. When we would speak with people on the playground there, because they were from all over the world, and the thought would occur to us, were the Chinese parents just parents or embodiments of Maoist communism? Were the Iranian parents personifications of the Islamist philosophies of the Ayatollah Khomeini? Were the East German parents stoolies for the failed theories of a vassal of the collapsed USSR? And what were we, the only Americans in the building, to them? Sure, we could talk political philosophy all day long, but our division was deeper, much deeper. It's a spiritual division. It was the problem of wherever anyone is born in the world, they're born blind, dead, and enemies of God, and being born into such spiritual slavery. All that can be done apart from Christ is to adopt this plan, that principle, this schedule, that philosophy, this theory, that program, or that guideline. Hope for the best. But for the Christian, for you, for me, baptized into our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and living daily in Him. We can live each day in His strength, the strength of our Lord, who overcame that which enslaved so many in the world, and that is Satan. And daily, no matter where we find ourselves in the world, we live in our Lord and Savior. That is in His truth and righteousness, in His gospel of peace, in faith, looking forward to our salvation as we wield His very word just like a sword. Now, in that sense, we're just like the young David, aren't we? Over against Goliath. Conquering our daily battles in the strength of the might of the Lord. Amen. Now, may the peace which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. We rise and confess our Christian faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed.